For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome, everybody. You are listening to Tech Vibe Radio here on KDKA. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Audrey, it is Friday, the best day of the week. Oh, it is? Yes. Come on, man. I know. We love, I know. We love you... Fridays. Fridays It's are the... the best day of the week always for radio. Oh, I'm telling you, man. Fridays at 7 p.m., Tech Vibe Radio doing what it does. I love it, man. We got a great show lined up for everybody today. And But before we get onto the show, I'm going I'm to leave some suspense you got to listen to us talk before we announce who's going to be on the show because we have some great guests stopping by today. Recently, Audrey, yeah, we had a, a certain somebody visit Pittsburgh who's here actually quite a bit, a Homestead native, mm-hmm. one Bill Campbell, chairman of the board of Intuit, longtime board member of Apple, basically the coach of Silicon Valley, I guess. Is that kind of his name? The coach of Silicon Valley? Yep. All brought here because of the new... 40 by 80 nonprofit that was launched out of the PTC earlier this year. It was our kickoff event mm-hmm. for that. We drew, I'm thinking, 150 people to Duke's. No, I think it was 250. 250 to Duke's mm-hmm. over in Homestead there. Duke's uh, Upper Deck Cafe. Great restaurant, great bar, great scene. We yeah, had, they're expanding, so we got to be in their new got area. Got to be in their, in their new space. And we got to have uh, Bill Campbell sit down for about an hour and talk about his insights on building companies and all the great experiences he's had over the past what, 30, 35 years. I mean, he started off as a VP at Apple back in the day. Back well, in the actually, day. even before that. Back in 1983. And before that, even, he was- He uh, was at Go. At Go. Well, that yeah. was, yeah, it's like, whoa, man. It was called No Go. No Go, as he, as he referred to. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. it was really cool to see this guy come to town. So I want to get your insights on what he was talking about, because I know this is all- very near and dear to your heart. So, um, Well, it's all near and dear to my heart. I think there were a couple of things that were just striking about this particular conversation with Bill as, as compared to other ones that we've had with him in the past. Okay. Because um, he has spoken for us in the past. So it's really interesting for him when he talks about entrepreneurism and taking risks and building your companies and figuring things out. He really sort of has a rule of three. He's saying... Okay. You know, make sure that you have an amazing product manager. Right. No matter what, have an amazing product manager. That was so if your products, yeah. you need to know your customers. The sooner you can get whatever you have out in front of your customers, get it out and get their feedback okay. early, 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 often, 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 and make sure that you have a project manager, that a product manager that really knows how to take that information and help embed that with your partner that could be your chief engineer. Obviously, you okay. need a great engineer. But his belief is that if you're hearing right off the bat, eh, if you're hearing some things right off the bat, either pull back. Pivot. And, and you know, and it, it's not even just pivot. It could be it's Don't not do it. a good idea. It's not a good idea. Disney. It's not a good idea. Find something else. The ultimate so, pivot of finding something so, else. Yeah, and he, he also talked about culture, even when you have a three-person team. Yeah. That, what you know, a leader has to understand that they are creating the culture. And what is that culture? And how does that convey? Because if you're going to build a great company, 
you have to create great people. In Silicon Valley, the competition is tough. Right. Because so many people hop from one place to the next. Right. And even though it's a broader network, obviously, and just in terms of density than we have here, it's still a tightly knit community. People know one another. Right. And, I, and so I, that your reputation and your culture is really it, – it sustains you from day one. And he said that culture comes directly from the CEO. Like, always. That is the it one always comes from the CEO. Right. Always comes from the CEO. And, yes, it gets trickier as the organization goes down deeper. But he spends a lot of time, you know, inside Google, inside, you know, inside Amazon, inside places where he's trying to help these leaders understand – Building, scaling, taking things to the next level, but also people and what it means in terms of that. And it's not just the fluff stuff of people because he's, you know, he's got F-bombs flying and he's, you know, he was trying not to have uh, more than five F-bombs Exactly, he had a a five F-bomb maximum. Right, and he got to three, got to which three. is unbelievable. Because I've been with him where it's twenty. Oh yeah, no, because he gets he gets going. He's yeah, like me. He get gets on a going. Roll he's and on a roll. Starts, you can't it starts get him ripping, off. right? It starts, it starts and so ripping. then the other side of the the discussion that he had in there, and he brought with him um, someone who's actually spent some time, like in Facebook and some other organizations and companies and startups, but who's now a, an executive in residence at one of the big um, venture firms out there, and Drayson Horowitz, mm-hmm. and so. He, you know, this guy had a good perspective in terms of the kinds of companies that get funded. And, you know, even though there is more money out there and people get funded more easily, it's still about greatness because they right, suffer. Right. Early funding happens, but then it's that next round of funding that's still tricky for everyone. Exactly. And he said venture guys are are, are um, scaredy cats. That's one of the he things. Called that Bill, he yeah. called them scaredy cats. He goes, they're supposed to be investing and doing things. They're scaredy cats. And he called Pittsburgh scaredy cats. He did. And he said it's called venture capital for a reason. He says, because you're taking an adventure. Right. (laughs) And it was great because he was saying that. And you people who are here in the room or anyone that you know that has capital and has made money, they should be involved in venture and they shouldn't be scaredy cats. I like it. So it was was cool. He's such a cool guy. Yeah. And he, you know, he's put over $30 million over the years into, into Homestead. Homestead alone. Steel Valley High School in and of itself is a tech mecca. Yes, it is. And, you know, many of you who are listening and don't know where Steel Valley is, I mean, that's that's Homestead. It's a very mixed, um, diverse community where, you know, there have been a lot of struggles over the years. And, and then it was so cool to be in Homestead again and have a view of the people who are working in Homestead with the mayor there and people doing business development. Their tagline was, excuse me, Homestead is the next Lawrenceville. I like it. And here's all the the reasons why. And the the underpinnings underpinnings really are there, which is really sort of interesting. It was the first time I had heard the collective gathering of people who were the people in, you know, Homestead, seeing it that way because sure. there's been you know there's been an aging population right. in that community there's and also been... the whole waterfront thing i mean as wonderful as it is that there's a place yeah, where people go shopping done, it's great yeah. it's done i don't think a whole lot to help the actual no, people on the other side of the exactly. railroad tracks it's kind of this contained little thing that you drive into and drive right. out and of. then you never get over but there's that some high level great bridge. little restaurants over there like duke's uh you know the the tin angel well, smoke moved out of there right smoke moved and, out of there because i don't think many Lawrence people Bill. Could afford fourteen dollar tacos at Homestead, unfortunately. 
But uh, but God bless them. They're they're in Lawrence. Yeah, but they're... but there's some great opportunity there, and I'm kind of excited about it because it's pretty close to where I live. So you know, it's... no, it's great opportunity. Yeah. So it was really just a great evening. I mean, we must have partied for hours and hours that yes. night. Yes, you were in your element that night, Audrey, and it was fantastic because it was a great kickoff. <laughs> because for 40 we're by at 80. a bar. No, because we I was were drinking at, water. Exactly, but we were at a bar drinking water with like 150 or plus like local uh, entrepreneurs and and uh, stakeholders in the region. And to me, it was just fantastic that to see this great. come together and start. But this is just the beginning. You know, you can go to 40fortyx80.org and learn more about what's going on. With or go to Twitter. Or go to Twitter and, and, and follow it all there as well, too. Great stuff. Now, I alluded earlier that we have an awesome show, and I will not hold back at this point because we have some awesome guests stopping by. We, this has been six months in the making, Audrey. We have uh, Darren Grove and Stephen Davis and Evo Stavoric. Now, Darren Grove is with TrueFit, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Stephen Davis is, is with the Union Trust Building, and Evo, of course, is with Jawbone. And Evo and, uh, and uh, Darren moved their companies into this beautiful space on Grant Street called the Union Trust Building, one of Pittsburgh's most historic buildings, undergoing lots of great renovations to house all kinds of businesses and some tech companies, which we think is great to build these little tech hubs and centers where people can collaborate and innovate. And so they moved in, I guess, maybe seven, eight months ago. And uh, the past five or six months, we've been you know, looking at people's schedules, trying to get everyone to come to the studio. So tonight it's going to happen. We're going to talk to these guys about what they're doing there and, and, and how they see this thing growing and moving. So I'm, I'm excited about this. I'm excited too, and that that was really a great a great kickoff. And there's a lot more to come for sure. Now, Audrey, on May 8th is the Carnegie Science Center Awards. It is yeah. like I would call 19 the, years, 19 years in the making. And uh, we have Ann Metzger and Ron Bally stopping by here to talk about everything that's going on with that. Lots of great winners are going to talk about, and just the fact that they 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 cheerlead for for tech and innovation and education here. And last but not least, we have Dan Dillman and Mike Esposito from Apps to You. These guys are growing by leaps and bounds. We're getting an update from them. They were on the show about a year and a half ago. And we I know it's been that long. Around. Yeah, it's wow. Time keeps whipping forward. So anyhow, we got a great show in front of you. We're taking a quick break, but we are coming right back. We're going to start off with the Carnegie Science Center Awards. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. We're from the Pittsburgh Technology Council. We love helping technology companies succeed. Learn more about us at pghtech.org, and better yet, follow us on Twitter at pghtech.